Welcome all stancers, my name's Lorenzo and we'll be talking everything K-pop dance covers, so I'd like to welcome you to the first episode of I've Got You Covered. Have you ever stayed up late learning the newest K-pop dance? Do you find yourself practicing choreo in your head while you're in public? Have you ever held your own full-fledged concert in the shower? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, then you're just in the right place. Welcome, everyone. I want to thank you for listening to the first episode of my podcast. And first off, I want to explain the word stancers. Maybe you're confused. Maybe you're not. Maybe you get it. But I'm combining the word stands and dancers because I know that you're K-pop stands who want to dance. So I will address you as such, a stancer. And with that out of the way, let's start today's episode and get into today's topic. Since this podcast is all about K-pop dance covers, let's start with what is K-pop. Quite simply, K-pop is Korean pop music. And if you've never heard of K-pop before or have never heard of a K-pop song in your life, honestly, you must be living under a rock because its popularity has been growing immensely and more and more people are getting to know it and are becoming fans or as we like to call it, stans. So I got into K-pop back in 2012. I was in grade 10 and it's basically been 10 years now. And to be honest, it was nothing like I thought it would be in terms of popularity now because it is crazy popular today. And that's thanks to the likes of BTS, Blackpink, and TWICE who've paved the way for K-pop to be more popular overseas. And that's not to discredit all the other older groups like Girls' Generation and Big Bang because they've definitely walked so that these new groups could run. But it's honestly undeniable that these new groups have paved this new level of popularity for K-pop today. Now on to the second half of what a K-pop dance cover is, which is a dance cover. And if you're not sure what a dance cover is, it's honestly the most simple idea. It's exactly the same way as a song cover would be or a cover of a song would be. So if you've seen YouTube videos of people doing covers of songs, it's exactly the same but with dance. So a lot of fans watch K-pop choreographies and dance and copy them or, or learn them so that they can post it as their own. And that's essentially what a dance cover is. So now that we understand what K-pop dance covers are, let's talk about why people do them and how you should do it if you want to start. Now as to why you should start K-pop cover dancing is going to be different for everybody. That reason is not going to be exactly the same, but I can narrow it down to two different factors that I'm sure every K-pop stand will share. And that's number one, you will want to emulate your K-pop idols. You watch and listen to their music all the time. So naturally you're going to want to copy them and be like them. But number two, you also probably like to dance. You want to dance and you enjoy it because it's fun. I know at least that for me and my friends back in high school, this was the common trait for all of us. It was almost a way of hanging out and bonding and spending time as friends is learning these dances and doing them together. You know, once upon a time, K-pop dances were actually quite easy and it was very easy to learn and follow along because the choreography was 
you know, more on the simpler side. Unlike today, K-pop choreographies have evolved to incorporate styles and elements from hip-hop, contemporary, modern dance, and honestly, even ballroom. So you see a lot of voguing and whacking a lot these days. A lot of the influence now are coming from other, more popular, and also more complicated and difficult styles of dance. Now, whether or not you're a current or future dancer, before I give you any advice and share tips on how to start doing K-pop dance covers, let me talk a little bit about myself and allow me to share who I am and what it is that I do and why I even started this podcast. If you missed it in the beginning, again, my name's Lorenzo and I'm currently a multimedia design and development student at Humber College and I've been doing K-pop dance covers for eight years. I started off learning K-pop dances for fun until I joined my dance group Underground Pulse back in 2014. Now, unfortunately, we've been inactive since the pandemic started, but that didn't stop me from making dance cover content at home. In the past year alone, I joined two K-pop dance cover competitions here in Toronto as a soloist, and I'm proud to say that I've won both of them. I've also taught K-pop dance at two different dance studios in Toronto, but as of right now, I'm currently putting all of my focus into school. As to why I started doing this podcast, though, I really feel like the intersection of K-pop and dance have been in my life for the longest time, and I haven't found anyone else share their experiences about it through a podcast, and I think this is definitely a topic I feel very passionate about. Anyways, enough about my resume, and let's talk about how to start a K-pop dance cover. Now, I want to list three very important things to keep in mind when starting to make dance covers. Now, the very first one, and honestly, arguably the most challenging one, would be space and equipment. And by that, I mean, you want to make sure you have a camera to film yourself with. That could mean a phone. That could mean a laptop camera. And trust me, I've filmed myself dancing in front of a laptop camera before. You do what you can. But also, you want to make sure you have the space to dance in. And honestly, not everyone's bedroom is going to be spacious. Not everyone's going to have access to a space that's free to dance in. And this is why I say this first part is going to be challenging. If you do have the space and the equipment, number two is to make sure you pick a social media platform of your choice. There's probably three main social media platforms that you can share your dance covers in, and that's Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. When choosing between the three, my honest advice is go with what you're already familiar with. If you're already using TikTok, if you're already using Instagram, use those platforms. And if you're not familiar with any of them, my only advice is stay off YouTube. I would say YouTube's not the best for new users because it doesn't really allow others to see your content right away. And same thing with yours. You might not see other content right away either. Whereas Instagram and TikTok, the algorithm of those social media platform is a little bit more catered towards individual users. And finally, this takes me to tip number three, which is have fun. Do it because you like it. Do it because you love it. Whether that means you're going to dress up for this dance or you're going to be in your most comfortable clothing, do what is best and most comfortable for you. Because at the end of the day, this is your content and everybody has to start from somewhere. So you might as well start with something that you're going to be happy with and proud of. 
Well, there you have it, Stancers. Thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of my podcast. And honestly, I can't wait to see the dance covers you guys are going to make because I know it will be magic. I hope that you found today's episode helpful. And stay tuned because in the next few weeks, I'll have some guests over to take a deeper look into K-pop dance covers. And I'm sure they will have insight you guys will love to hear about. Anyways, Thank you again for tuning in today's dancers. This was Lorenzo, and if you're into everything K-pop dance covers, don't worry, cause I've got you covered. Bye!